This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I be kidding? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a Live at five, live at five, yes, live at five. Yeah, yeah, copyright, copyright. Can't play this. Mark Zuckerberg attacks. I'll explain that in a bit. I talked about it yesterday. I'm having copyright issues. I can't play Layla too long. Well, I'm going to get uh, laid off from uh, from Facebook. Warning, warning, Will Robinson. What's up to pot him down a little lower than normal. Hate, hate doing that. I hate rules. I ain't got no time for rules. You dig? It's already 10 minutes after already. My goodness gracious, where'd the time go? Uh, but today is the day we've been talking about for months now. Uh, and again, I, again, I don't want to just be this uh, political news junkie uh, going on and on. Oh, it's primary day. I hope people know that. <clears throat> uh, the lovely bride, Sharon, and I went to, uh, we went to Emmanuel Church. The only gymnasium with uh, carpeting on the on the floor. That's interesting. I love the place. It's very nice. We should actually go there. I'm a Christian, right? <laughs> I, I saw something from former council person. He's, he's not a but, you know, we love him. He, he got the pool up there that unfortunately wasn't working this past weekend for some reason. Uh, not his fault, of course. But uh, he mentioned in a Facebook post that there's 4,000 legitimate or designated religions in the world. 4,000. And again, when I read something like that, it often comes from people that say, oh, by the way, the price of gas in Europe is higher than it is here. I don't know why I correlate the two in the same category, but it just, it just feel, it feels the same way. It's like, you know, it's like a, it's a Rodney King statement. It's about to follow. Can't we all get along? Can't we all just pay the same for gas? Hey, there's 4,000. So my, retort, my answer, my response, I should say, was like, yeah, but four religions make up for 80% of the population. And, and Cody, as you might imagine, came up with the right data. I was exaggerating. But at the end of the day, the, the, what he gave me was, was really not that far off from what I thought. I was exaggerating. Don't get me wrong. But you could say 4,000. I mean, is that Festivus for the rest of us, too? Does that include, like, uh, uh, what's his face from, from uh, Seinfeld? Like two people, uh, you know... <laughs> Who, who are, are paying homage to a lightning rod instead of Christmas? <coughs> so I don't know why I just want it. I, it's just one of the many things you see on Facebook that just strike a nerve for some reason. And the other one I, I just mentioned, uh, a, a liberal friend of mine, a couple of year, year, less than a year ago, <coughs> he said, "Wow, look what they're spending in Europe on a gallon of gas." And I just wrote out. I just wrote, "Oh, I feel much better now." <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know what? I, I shouldn't worry about, you know, I'm paying more, what, 250 more a gallon of gas this time than I was two years ago in the Donald Trump. But you know what? Europe's been paying it all along. <laughs> Why didn't I know that? I feel a hell of a lot better now, despite, <coughs> the fight, despite the fact that I'm coughing all the time during the show and only during the show. There's something wrong with that. <coughs> I did commercials today. I was out on the lot. I talked to Jim Widrick at his Widrick Auto Sales along with Steve. Everything's uh, going great in that, in that business and that family business. So afterwards, I said, well, I want to get these spots done today. We saw the, uh, the weather report. It looks circumspect, to say the least, tomorrow. I just slipped into my Massey's Furniture Barn more. Tomorrow is the day. So I said, I want to get these done now. So I did that. I did other things. I called in a couple of accounts, <coughs> did some computer work. I actually was talking all day. No coughing. <coughs> go on the air. I'm coughing. It's just awful. So I got to go. <laughs> do me a favor. I got to do a break. Maybe I maybe might just play music. I haven't played a spot break that early. There's that voice again. <laughs> maybe it's the Massey's Furniture Barn voice that puts me into that. I have to go to another octave. It started tonight at midnight. <clears throat> See if it works. So I got all. I jumped out of my chair here. I said I can't talk any further before it gets people disgusted. So I went to get some water. I go in there and I'm all prepped up and you know, kind of sit back down again. I put the water at the other end of where I'm sitting and then I realized I didn't drink any of it. <laughs> I, I just I, I need a producer. I've never had one. Actually, I don't need one. I'm a one man one man show, and in this economy, that works really well. Trust me. And by the way, good luck getting a producer at AM 1240 to begin with. It just wasn't going to happen. Not in the cards, and I don't really care. But the least I can do for myself as my own producer is have a glass of water ready. I can't even do that. I just I, I've never I've been doing this for over 20 years, talking on the air. When I when I do this little one little. Show for about an hour. I don't get out of my chair. I rarely do. I might reach over to shake someone's hand. I know people in this business that would eat everything in between, you know, breakfast and lunch if they could, and and still feel good about it. I just I just can't sit here with even a Pepsi. Uh, uh, Jeff likes to drink his Pepsi. I know that because he leaves Pepsi bottles here. But uh, anyway, uh, I digress here. So uh, that's why I had to leave. <coughs> And, I, and again, it's not a COVID issue. I, I don't have, I have something in my throat. I don't know what it is. And I try to, you know, maybe I should ask Jim Levin. <coughs> I said, it's been this way since I got my booster from, uh, from uh, December. So he says, well, well, that's not on the list, he says. I, talk, I'm talked, I talked about this like two weeks ago. Apparently, there's a list of symptoms that if you don't have them, then it has nothing to do with either covid or the vax. I'm, like, I'm worse than, and I know how annoying it is to hear me right now, so I apologize. So if someone wants to call me and take over the show or at least ask a dumb question, by all means, do it right now. That, you know the number, 315-755-1240. I think the more you talk, uh, the better the show will be. Plus, it will give me a chance. Because I've already played one break already. This is not a sneezing fit. This is just something that's happening right now. So call me up. 315-755-1240. And I'd be happy to put you on the air. Jim Levin's conducting a sales 
uh, rather uh, meetings right now, so I can't get his help. When was the last time Jim Levin actually called in? It's been a long time. And he's literally on the other side of two walls here. He could pop in right now, but he's still doing his sales meetings like six times a day. So God bless him for that. There. Hi, you're in the air. Thanks for calling. Okay, I'll take over for you. Uh, go right ahead. Uh, so what's going on, Danny? Uh, what's the latest on the January 6th hearings? Uh, must the, it must be a happy day for you. Exactly what I was going to talk about, so I'll get your coffee, handcuffs, yeah. whiskey, shot of whatever you're going to do. Exactly. It, it, it was, I wanted to say, as I told Jeff at, at noon on the hotline, that uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to call in because I wanted to correct the record, as it were, because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of uh, myths slash disinformation about the January 6th. And, and some, even some of the callers were saying things, why do they listen to these people? This is not a court. This is not a trial. They're, well, they're under oath, and they've they got to be offering valid, truthful testimony, and it's for the public's knowledge. This is a public hearing. It's not a trial. It's not a court. So people believe that. It's just kind of like deflecting from what the purpose of the January 6th is. Right. And that's to get the facts out. Well, unfortunately, the ratings for CNN are horrific. So, I, I, Danny, I hate to burst your bubble here, but people really aren't paying attention to them as much well, as you prefer. I think, I think select people might be. And when I say that, I think... Uh, uh, several million people are, are listening and watching. Oh, I, we know that. There's a percentage of everybody that's going to pay well, attention. I, I'm not going to get into the numbers because I, I think it's important. I think a lot of people are watching more than would, uh, will actually admit it. But I think today with uh, Miss Hutchinson, Cassidy Hutchinson, who was remarkable in her testimony, I, I would call that, and I think some other people on the air, I've heard them say, this was a John Dean moment. So was she the assistant to Meadows? Am I getting that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, she, and why does she turn on her on him? Explain she that in a nutshell. She didn't turn on him, per se. Huh. I, I wouldn't use Sounds that like terminology. She I think she, she realized, as she said, she was scared. She said that at the beginning of her testimony, I was uh, afraid and scared of what was going to happen on January 6th from what I knew. And as I approached people around me, it seemed like nobody wanted to listen except the lawyers who all said this was fake, phony, and we shouldn't be doing it. But the people that I was closest to and, in fact, worked with, uh, Mark Meadows, the chief of staff to the president at that time, former congressman, by the way, from yeah. North Carolina, uh -huh. who can't tell a straight story and, and who's uh, refused to testify. Right, right. Yeah, a horrible right. person. I, so yeah. I, I would again say I think it was a, a John Dean moment. Huh. From, from Watergate, I really do. Uh, and uh, uh, my wife and I were watching it, and we were back and forth taking notes, and I took a lot of notes. She revealed some just most interesting so, things, including yeah. this I thought was the key thing. When, when, when he got done with his uh, ellipse uh, January 6th speech, right. saying, I'm going to walk down with you, I'm going to go with you, which he didn't. Right. We know he went back to the White House. What was the details about him going back to the White House? Well, we find out he got in the car. Uh, affectionately called the beast because it's so uh, bulletproof and what yeah. have you, and told him take me uh, take me downtown to the Capitol. And they said no, sir. We're going to go to the White House. It's it's not safe. It's not secure. Uh, yada yada yada. Okay, all right. And he 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 threw a fit. Well, I'm sure car. he did. Yeah, he, yeah. he reached over, grabbed the steering wheel, tried to take control of the car to turn it around, and then he slapped his hand away. And then he grabbed the throat of the Secret Service agent who was right there to protect him, the guy that's willing to, quote, take a bullet for him, huh. and threatened You know, that's a federal crime. So you're saying that the President of the United States, Donald Trump, tried to commandeer his own car. 
and try and he cry, and he grabbed a secret service agent who was in charge of his own safety by the throat. You're a terrible driver. Let me drive. Let me drive. This well, is yeah, awful. But see, Glenn, you don't don't brush over so lightly. I know. No, no, this is very no, entertaining. I didn't hear not, about this. I, I enjoy your humor. I really do. Believe me, I do. And your historical <laughs> facts, because you're full of them. Yeah, thank you. Uh, full of the facts, I should say. Yeah. And and it, but that's a federal offense is to attack a bona fide police official, officer, secret <sighs> service, what have you, what he did. So and and, and she, then he told him to turn off the uh, the uh, the metal detector so they could quote. Carry the guns in the Capitol if they <laughs> wanted to, and in fact, he knew they had weapons. And, okay, he told th- them to turn th- off the mag. So this all came out today from Miss Hutchinson. Yes, it did, and, and it, it, it was dramatic. Well, it's it, dramatic it right now. We're hearing it from you. We, if we heard it from the horse's mouth, God only knows. It well, w- I mean, you, you got to put it in perspective. It, it was breathtaking. It really was, and you know, I, I, I admire. Let me ask you: How does the president of the United? So, that's a big car. And I'm not saying it's a big old gypsy cab, you know, boxer cab from New York City where there's a big, uh, you know, glass it's divider. Like it's like a big SUV. So he ran. He, he, somehow the, the president of the United States still has access to the driver just by reaching over and stra- trying to strangle him or, or well, reaching he, over he, for the steering wheel? He was sitting in the back seat where he should, probably should be sitting. Yeah. And the Secret Service guy was up front with the driver where he should, where he, after he should be sitting. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the testimony... Was breathed, and she was under oath. So you, you have to, you have to. So why? Okay. So did someone say to you mentioned earlier, perhaps? But she's, you know, she didn't want to come out with this until today. Why did she wait a well, year she, and a half? She's been on. She's been uh, on video. They presented some of the things where they test, where she testified earlier under video. So they had clips of that to bring her up to date. But today, it just they wanted to reveal this to the public because it was there was a lot more details. All right. So Danny, let me just ask an uh, honest question. Despite the fact that my hist- historical facts don't fit with yours, apparently, but your voice sounds better now. Uh, yeah. It's ironically, just when you started talking, I could speak. I, yeah, I don't know I'm, what the I deal have a is. calming effect on people. I guess you do. Except two people that call later. Uh, no, 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 no. This is okay, but this is dramatic <laughs> testimony. So from this, I mean, again, I, I'm going to throw this out there because it, I've 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 been hearing a lot of people lately that love Trump. It was brought up today in today's hotline show. Uh, people who, uh, who who went to his rallies who appreciated him. All of a sudden, they're saying, and again, maybe this is an effect of what's going on with the January 6th hearings. It certainly doesn't help Trump's efforts. But I think even without that, Danny, and I'm going to say that right now. That even when Trump, you know, comes back to the surface and starts with his own antics and putting other people down and saying this and that, I think this is going to backfire on the whole proceedings. And here's why: uh, if they're going to eliminate Trump from running in 2024, look out for the things you want in life, Danny. You might just get it, and that might open the door to yes, you guessed it, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Noam up there, and who knows. But this might be the best thing that could happen to the Republican Party, Danny. You got to watch out here. Well, that that's a side issue. Uh, if he if he is found uh, uh, negligent for the U.S. Code uh, 2382, I think it is, uh, he would be uh, provi- uh, prohibited from ever running from federal. That's office. what they want from this, right? I mean, they're not well, doing this for show. They, Why are they doing think, this? I don't think they want that per se as the number one issue, but it could be a sidebar issue. If he is uh, guilty of doing that, which I think he plainly is. I, uh, if they're smart, they push him to the edge and they still let him run for president. Because here's why. I don't there's, think that's going to happen, Glenn. Oh, uh, oh, well, no. I think DOJ is going to move in very quickly. So you, okay. So you're saying that this will lead up to whatever amendment it is that says you can't run for president because of these felonies uh, during January 6th. Is that it? 
I, I think so. I think DOJ is going to move very swiftly after today's testimony because, as I said, this was a John Dean moment. Uh, if he were John still in Dean. office, uh, a, a bunch of Republicans would probably uh, go to his office just like they did with uh, Nixon and say, sir, you don't stand the snowball's chance. You better resign. And he did. Uh, but Trump's not in office now, so they've got to take a different avenue. And I think he, I think he will be indicted. Uh, I think he will be prosecuted. I think he'll get a fair trial. I don't know what the jury's outcome is going to be. That's the key question of all this. But I think, all in all, he's going to get some prison time out of this. Wow. You've heard it right here, Danny Francis, and you're so satisfied with saying that, too. Well, I'm you? trying to be honest about it, Glenn. I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. Wouldn't you think uh, that, the, the, you know, just like with so many things, you talked about Nixon. And by the way, if you want to make the comparisons, obviously in your world, this is infinitely worse than what Nixon apparently yes, did is. by There's going into someone's no office. Doubt about it. It's a thousand times but, worse. And I don't look at it that way, but you must look at it that way because of the trajectory I, I of what they're suggesting here. Now, I, I don't think it's just me. I think a lot of other people... But Danny, let me just ask a real basic question. Sure. If years from now, if someone was, uh, was as erratic as yours just stated from the testimony today uh, from the Meadows assistant there, if that were the case, would that be, not be from the crazed man who thought that the election was taken from him and that one year, one time, I don't know if it's the aliens from out of space or some truth serum or some videotape from a Denzel Washington movie that pops up and says this is what really happened in November of 2020, would that not take you know, some credit or give credit back to Donald Trump for being as intense as he was in January 6th based on what was heard today? That, that's an interesting question. Uh, but, you know, he did respond to her testimony today already. Oh, what did he say? He She's said, a complete idiot. No, no sorry. Here's, here's what he said. Yeah. This, this, I'm sure people have probably heard this. He came out from this, uh, was it, uh, Truth Social? Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it. It doesn't that, look good, his, by the that's way. That's his Twitter. It's he hard came to read. Out and says, I hardly know the woman. Uh, oh, that's was, what I read. Yes, I did 30, read that. He was 30 feet from his office, and she went to his office regularly with, uh, with uh, uh, medals. And, and came from the office with Meadows and took notes. He said, I hardly know her. That sounds like someone from the 90s. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't have relations with that. Never mind. Go ahead. Nobody's going to buy that. Uh, well, no one did back in 98. Well, people, well whatever. That's a you different know, story. I, different I president. I know the woman. All right. So, uh, all right. So would you not agree? Now, so here's the point. I say they push him to the cliff, but they still let him run. Here's why, Danny. Just give me a second. I'll tell you why. That would force the primary, ultimately, between he and Ron DeSantis and at least two other people, where the Lions can start attacking each other in the Roman Coliseum, and then and all the all the liberals are sitting there, and, oh, look, they're tearing each other apart, and we run Kamala Harris, but it doesn't matter, because whoever comes out of the Republican mess is damaged goods, we win again. Is that, well, is that correct, Danny? I, I cannot speak for the Democratic Party of the process, but here's what I think. That would never happen. The uh, so country needs to heal. The country doesn't need to be divided anymore, and that would be the worst division we could ever see. Uh, so you're saying that if, if, if Donald it Trump runs, be, he could win again? Next, uh, 2024, particularly the presidential election, should, be, should, be, should always be, it should be fair, free, open, safe, and secure. Uh, so, but, but you're saying that uh, Donald Trump should not be able to run because if he does, he might win. Well, I don't think he should be able to run because I don't think he's going to be able to in accordance with the law. All right, there you go. All right, well, there, fair enough. You sound better, though. I, I do. Well, I've been drinking water, but now like I feel I said, it coming I back again. Effect, right? There you go. There you go. Okay, Glenn. All right, there you go. Danny Francis and his uh, analysis of the dramatic testimony today. I did hear things in the background today. It was, been, like I said, it had been outside. But, uh, hey, Think of that. I mean, I mean, as, as we were listening to Danny Francis explain that, and others are pro perhaps were watching it live or heard it later on. When this show ends at six o'clock tonight, you know darn well that's going to be the top story. It's not going to be the the fifty uh, migrants who died in, in, a, in an enclosed uh, a, a freighter or train 
or tra- truck, excuse me, uh, or, or, or the derailments we've been seeing in the last couple of days, some crazy stuff going on in the Midwest. Uh, no, it's going to be that exact story on the moment Donald Trump apparently thrusted forward and tr- just like James Bond in Live and Let Die on the, on the West Side Highway tried to steer the Chevrolet and after someone got shot in the neck. Something like that. Can you imagine that? Think about that. He wanted him to drive in the other direction. It's, it's, it's insane. Absolutely insane. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? What's happening? Well, I can't talk for long. I'm getting ready to win the vote. But, you know, like, I, I, I can tell you now that this, the January 6th hearing is probably, it, it's insignificant. It has very little impact overall, in my opinion. I'm not a big fan of was the former president. But I, I just don't find it that important. But I will tell you one thing, and I've said this to a lot of people, is that former President Trump is going to is left the most is probably one of the most significant presidents that we've had in modern American history. True. I'm not saying he was the best or the greatest, mm-hmm. but look what he's what he has done right. from the time he was elected, the time he stepped down, and what's going on post Trump era. Right. It's- and it, I'm not comparing him. Exactly like Washington or Lincoln or Kennedy, no. or he or would putting him on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, but probably the most, again, the most significantly important um, impact he has made on this country. I mean, he, he systematically took a, a fifty-year-old law and was able to pack a court right. to get that something overturned, and they're just going to keep on rolling on. And this is stuff that's going to be generational. I, I'm not. And as far as, like, the, the, the recent overturning in the Supreme Court, I'm not going one way or another. I was very, I wouldn't say I was for it or against it. Yeah, I know. But who would have thought in your, would you have thought in your lifetime never. that you would have seen that? No, no. And I would say no. I never thought I would see that. Right. No, I, I never. I didn't think yeah. I would ever see something like, but it, it has happened. Mm-hmm. It has happened because of the president by changing the, changing the court. Right. And right. it's just, his, I could not believe that it happened. Yeah, but so, but, but you got to no agree. What happens, in, what happens in the long run with this president down the road with this January 6th? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it's nonsense. It doesn't make a difference. He left an impression, and it's going to last for generations. I agree. Well, good luck. Where are you voting, by the way? I'm in the Church of the Nazarene. Oh, there you go. That's where I am. Well, great. Well, thank you, my uh, friend. Thanks for the right. call. Have a good one, guys. Yes, you Bye. too. I'll talk to you. I don't know. It's just to me, and I mentioned this even when I was talking to uh, Congresswoman uh, Claudia Tenney the other day. Is to me, it's kind of a distraction. Not kind of. That's that's that in itself is an insult. It is a distraction. I, this could have waited. I know this all started in Alabama. One thing led to another. Same thing with the with the uh, high school football coach. You know, uh, he he ma- he made uh, uh, he made changes. He, he he changed his patterns. He didn't prey on, on the fifty yard line. And, he, and at first, he did it to those who felt comfortable. Or then he did it by himself, and they still fired him. And now he's, you know, he's more than likely going to get his job back. I don't know if he gets a big settlement. It happened three, four years ago. He's got to pay the bills, right? But look at the, look at the Supreme Court. You got the gun overruling of New York State, Roe versus Wade thrown out after 50 years. Then uh, you know, high school coaches can pray if they want to. We can pray if we want to, <clears throat> like a safety dance uh, 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 proclamation from the Supreme Court. What a week! And just like that guy said, a lot of it. And again, but here's the here's the other issue with it. Certainly against Trump, the liberals are like, oh, this is Trump's fault. And when you hear that, it's like it's just another flippant response. And then you look at the at the votes, and you realize, of course, that the the, the court is in our favor, and three of them were from Donald Trump. And you realize, well, that's the reason. 
But they could use that. Oh, look, I can't abort my baby anymore. That's Donald Trump, another white guy. And as you know, and if you heard this show for, another, for three seconds, you know that at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with women's safety or babies or the sanctity of, sanctity of life. It's they don't like getting rules from white conservatives and a black dude. To, to ask that to Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, Glenn, what is a woman? Oh, God. Hey, did you see that documentary by Matt Walsh yet? What is a woman? Um, it, I want to. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the commercials for it. It seems, it seems really great. <laughs> so I tuned into the January 6th. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you go on, uh, I can't believe yeah. you didn't call me yesterday about that TikTok video that you posted. Oh. When, um, when did that happen? Well, so you want to know what happened? Yeah, real short. You don't have to labor it. But okay, let me just explain. I'm, I'm, I get, yeah. I'm on Facebook, or maybe I think you texted it to me uh, of a link that you put on TikTok. Was that your house where that happened? Yeah. So uh, someone apparently broke into your house and then knocked your 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 uh, camera right out of your some big big guy. What happened? And don't yeah, get don't so, get too don't yeah, get so too that descriptive. Guy, I yeah. caught him. Yeah. Uh, messing around in the basement. Okay. Because I was wondering why my water wasn't working. Okay. And when I called him on it, well, that was his reaction. Yeah. So he literally punched through my screen door and came at me. But I was able to defend myself. I blocked everything he threw at me. And it just happened to be um, a trooper there because, you know, I was making a report about him tampering. So the trooper stepped in. And uh, I actually had out the trooper for a second because he started to overpower the trooper. Really? So what I would like to do is request the um, body cam footage from that trooper. Yeah. So. Huh. So you get yeah, two so angles? That was a crazy thing. You know, pe- people are crazy. They just. So uh, wait, wait, why was he in your house? Why would you call him out on something like that? Yeah. I just knew something was going to go down. That's why I started. But okay, just to, but something else that because he ca- it seems like he was coming up from the basement. Yes, that's where he was uh, messing around. And there was the, a woman that came up recording. first, and you said, I'm recording. And she says, okay. And then he said, no, I don't want you to record right. me. And then he knocked it right out right. of your hand. Big right. dude, by the way. Big dude. All right. So, yeah, six, six foot six, 400. And, 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 okay, just real short, why was he? <laughs> you you kind of threw it out there, but why was he in your basement again? <laughs> That's a good question. There's uh, okay. no reason for it. Okay, I thought he was tampering with a meter or something. Yeah, like he was. Well, he did. He did. He turned off. He turned off the hot water. He tampered with. Uh, oh, and he had to get into your. Yeah. So it's like some type of apartment complex that's shared uh, basement facilities right. or something of yeah, that nature. Downstairs. All right. So in other words, when you go into the basement, can you get into? Can you get out in another location, or is it just you have to go to the basement? No, through just your, that one. Just that one end. Yeah. Okay. So you were the unlucky soul. He didn't like your video. Did he, did you have him arrested or you know what? Well, he was charged um, breaking and entering with, and with knocking the camera. But I'm going to be contacting the district attorney to see if we can upgrade them charges to breaking and entering, assault, right. a resisting arrest, yeah. and assault on a police officer. And he still believes For that they're the love of God. I round. have no idea why he was not charged with those things. I literally had to Revolving get him tour. off the trooper when he was trying to arrest them. That, so there was a re- he resisted arrest. He assaulted yeah, he an officer. With the trooper for, I'm telling you, that, that video needs to be released. This is the biggest news I'm we've heard you. all week. <laughs> and it happened in Go- he punched, Governor. He punched my, my phone right out of my hand and it went flying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was the woman, and by the way? The, Who was the, the blonde? Would have the rest of the video. Who was the blonde? There was a woman. That's there. the landlord. Oh, she was the she landlord. Was there to see what was going on. Oh, okay. All right. So she could yeah, testify yeah. in your behalf. 
uh, and, and your defense, I should say. Yes, if yeah, necessary. yeah. So she didn't know what was going but on. But this isn't going to go to trial if the guy wasn't even arrested for apparently you know, pushing into or assaulting a, a state trooper. That's, that's kind of huge. That's what I'm saying. So huh. if, you, if you see that video. I did. That's why I asked it. Right you were going to talk about something else I could care less about. I mean, you had a what? physical assault in your own house that involved the law, and nothing yeah. happened. <laughs> I mean, unless you're not telling me everything, of course, uh, that's amazing in itself. No, I mean, that, I'm, I'm shocked why there hasn't been, yeah. why he right. wasn't so, re- with, uh, so, uh, resisting arrest and assault on the police officer. So then you saw... I told, th- the, I told the trooper, I said, you know, we must be the chillest. You know, cop that I've I've known. I yeah. said he probably would have been shot from any other thing I've seen. Yeah. Oh well, jeez, you didn't have to say that. He was a good cop. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if there was any time to pull out a gun, it probably would have been that. Really, dude. I'm. He's bigger than I'm. The big dude. Yeah. He's bigger than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And here he was, and the cop is a little dude. <laughs> little. He only comes up to my chest. Oh, whatever. So what? He's probably a Marine, but probably kicked both our asses. No, I had to help him. Oh, all right. Well, he was in a bad spot, so you helped him. Maybe yeah. he didn't want to press charges so, so he wouldn't have to show the... the well, that's what... I, he was probably embarrassed by it. <laughs> I, I can tell that he was intimidated by him and scared. Well, it's part... It's it sucks. literally half this dude's size. It, well, I know. You never know what someone's going to do, especially when they're caught with their pants down yeah. in someone else's basement. T- tampering with uh, national grid stuff. It's it's a federal offense. Well, it's not a federal. It's uh Yes, it is. Criminal tampering. Well, tampering, yes. That's it's what it it's is. a bad thing. It's a real bad thing. You can't do it. Uh, by the way, last night I was watching Goodfellas for probably the 80th time. Right. And I watch it on TV on the Paramount station and I swear to god, it doesn't matter. Some some commercials breaks go on for like 5 minutes, others go on for like what seemed to be 12 seconds. You know, you see the new guy that goes, Wahoo! You know, that guy. <laughs> That's the new huge. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, uh, so uh, so you were going to say, you saw, uh, real quick, so what did you think about... about the January... Yes, what did you think? Committee hearing. So uh, everybody's reading from a script. I don't know if did you tuned in. You ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. Mr. Thompson, uh-huh. Ms. Cheney, huh. you know... Yes, um, yes, yes. The other one that testified today. Uh, yeah. They're literally Hutchinson. reading off... Well, yeah, you want to be prepared. And, and, and here's another thing that I'd like to bring up. Yeah. If you listen to, they, they played the audio of the police talking about people with, with guns in the crowd. Right. That, to me, is a bunch of Karen stuff. Uh-huh. All right? It would be like if, if I lived out in the country and I looked out the door and I seen a guy with a rifle walking through a field right. and, I, and I'm reporting on it. Oh, there's a guy in, a, in, a, in the field with a, with a gun and, right, right. and he's, he's over here doing this and he's got sneakers on and he's yeah, yeah. got this on and yeah. he's got boots and cowboy boots on. Yeah, I don't know where you're all going you're with doing that. is reporting something that's legal. Uh, so all this chatter about these guns, yeah. those are legal gun owners. Huh. How do right? we, and how, the reason why they didn't want to go in there yeah, yeah. is because they'd have to give up their guns which negates the whole purpose of them showing up with their guns. Oh, I see. So that so they were responsible insurrectionists, you're saying. They didn't they did what they well, well, this is without what I'm guns. Saying is, is it's it's not even real. Huh. It was in a it was a rigged election. Huh. They literally blew up Nashville with a missile on Christmas. Oh, they didn't. And blamed it on some crazy it was, guy. Now it was cousin Eddie. All right, real quick. Uh, so would you say, yeah, uh, would you say that Donald Trump had the right to be that angry to to uh, actually reach over and try to drive the beast uh, back to wherever he wanted to go that day. And could you blame him for being yeah, that way? I, I, I would because here's the whole thing: I wouldn't trust anybody. 
I would go by my gut instinct in, in, in this. If I have to reach over somebody to do something, or if they're not listening to what I had to say, then yeah. Well, what about the Absolutely. guy that was in your basement? <laughs> Never mind. All right. Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I, I, I defended myself. Now I know, but sometimes you got to take about? the bull by the horns. <laughs> you know, uh, whatever. All right. So, uh, all right. So you're saying that Donald Trump had every. Can you believe that the, the a president of the United States trying to manhandle the driver to his own limo or whatever that rig is? That's amazing. Sure, he probably didn't listen to him. That's a, that's the most. If, if that's not on every top of the hour news headline for the next forty eight hours, I don't know what is. By the way, uh, anyone know what the death toll is to those migrants that were in that truck? I know the last number was fifty. Insignificant. They're gonna go right to the January sixth story. I mean, let's face it. That might have been one of the most, I guess, compelling Danny Francis phone calls of all time. Only because Danny Francis was able to recite enough of what Hutchinson said guy. today. Oh, that stop! No, 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 no. Okay, well, that's pretty outrageous. He, he literally listen. You can tell that his whole life is indoctrinated misinformation that he believes is the truth. Now, all, all he was right? doing, he was he just paraphrasing. Believes, uh, he actually believes that Biden is a legitimate president. Well, when you there is clear evidence of election tampering. Okay, when you count illegal vote ballots yeah. that are still illegal again, right? okay, of course you're going to come up with the That's same my language. line. You stole my line. That's what I've been saying. Sorry. You know, yeah, I can he, hear he, my le- he's echo. He's so dumb. I can, no, dumb, a, d- dumb Danny. That's what I want to no, call him. No, don't call him that. That just gets me in trouble. He's Trust indoctrinated. Me. He spent his whole so life. So are you. So am I, for that matter. That the government wants the best for you. If you believe your government wants the best for you, there's nothing I can do for you. So you don't think Donald... It's, it's you, literally evil out there, Glenn. The, it's so evil. They, they have... Listen, they are calling good evil and evil good. Do you understand? Uh, I guess I understand. Uh, not well, really. That's a proverb if you look it up. So, you know, there was something that a friend of mine, and I really admire her. She's a, she's a mother of four. You know what's tough, though, Donnie? To, to when you're watching video of, of women at protests, and it takes me sometimes a while to read their placard or their poster... Or for that matter, their words, or to hear their words, to for, and anything that they're wearing, I, it takes me a while to realize what side of the of the of the of the abortion issue they're on. And sometimes I'm like, oh, this woman definitely is is well, pro life. Color of the hair is a good. Uh, that color of the hair normally is, but it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that. And then and not for nothing, but you see people of color, and you automatically think, oh, they're pro abortion. And then they said, life is beautiful. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I was wrong on that. <laughs> you know. And then I saw a black dude down in Alabama holding up a sign saying, this abortion clinic's going to close. Good. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. I thought he was going to go the other direction. Well, yeah. Let's talk about Roe for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Roe right. admitted to lying about being. Rate. Oh well, I don't. I don't know anything about it. But one thing. Well, well, hold on. Let me tell you some history here. Now, here we go. All these people complaining about Roe and Wade. Right. Roe confessed that she lied about being raped, Hmm. and then later on in life, she repented of her sins Hmm. and, you know, and let Jesus Christ come to heart. And she repented that because of this that trial, all them abortions happened. Oh, right. Okay? Tell the she gives a testimony of how long it was to fight for that hmm. in that court case. So anybody who wants to claim Roe 
You should look up the history of her. She admits. But I think you answered the question. I think you answered the question yourself. It's almost like a Tawana Brawley thing. Uh, you know, you, right. at the beginning, you got a lot of attention, and but but look what happened to her. Her name became part. Well, I don't know. Was did they change names for the sake of protecting whatever the deal is? Yes. Uh, the, yeah. She was known as Jane Rowe. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but that said, I mean, you still have that burden of saying, "Geez, my decision went to the courts and mm-hmm. and, and and meant right. uh, the, so the legalization of abortion." I, of I might change my Spirit, tune too. And she repented. Wow. I mean, it, it's guilt is a strong thing, uh, Donnie. It really is. Who knows what mm-hmm. happened? I gotta go though. I gotta do a break. But thanks. Great call, All Donnie. Right, no problem. That's uh, Donnie with yet another compelling story. One was paraphrasing what happened today with Donald Trump reaching over like he was Roger Moore and live and let die. And then Donnie calls in to talk more about the January 6th. They said, no, I don't want to hear that. What happened in your house the other day with the dude coming out of your basement? And, uh, and then that was compelling. Real good stuff. And I wouldn't blame a police officer. Whoa, just between you and me. You're like, you're like Ned Beatty at the end of Deliverance. Like, I don't want this getting around. <laughs> you know, not that that happened. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes you're just like, no, presses, no, charge, no charges pressed here, folks. Nothing to see here. Hopefully this dude doesn't call on the radio station. Nothing happened. All right, listen, I got to do a break. This is the Live at Five show. We'll be back after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles in your lawn? Only at Price Chopper and Market 32. Uh, welcome back uh, to the show. And remember, I, of all the discussions we had today, uh, needless to say, today is Primary Tuesday, uh, a day we've been building up to. And uh, just as a reminder, if you haven't gone out to vote or you haven't voted in some time, uh, now is the time. I think they close at 9 o'clock or whatever, somewhere thereabouts. I know there's going to be a lot of things going on around town. Our own Amy Horton uh, and her team will be out and about to the various locations where uh, uh, many of the candidates obviously will be situated tonight to see uh, what the results are going to be, uh, who will win, who will move on. It's kind of like our own little March Madness here at the end of June of 2022. This, this is the big primary season for the three races today. Obviously, the sheriff's race, uh, at these local races, I should say, the assembly race, and, uh, and who could forget uh, for the Republican uh, side of the governor- uh, gubernatorial race that will be the general election against uh, Kathy Hochul in November. So today decides that, uh, pretty much. All right, so 755-1240. Someone can call in if they want. And uh, I'm going to reach out and answer the phone here. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Hey, I'm not going to put Danny down, but he said something that, I keep hearing constantly from the left, and it says, oh, we need time to heal. And that always irks me because they they don't want to heal the country. They don't want uh, the countries divided. They want people like you and me to go, oh, well, well, yeah, you guys were right the whole time. We're going to see everything your way now and just forget the entire thing we've been brought up. I I, I look at that, too, as totally disingenuous. But you can look at it also this way. He's also saying that they can heal. They don't care if you and I, they, they think we're already damaged goods. They just do it as a superficial way of saying, yeah, this is good for us. Yeah, well, at, at the end of the day, well, it's no, no, no world with Trump. Eight, That's all that matters. Hearings. Yeah. Danny kept preaching today that, well, it's not a trial. It's not this. Because Jeff keeps saying, well, there's nobody there to defend the statement. Right, right. But then Danny's got a little, he got a little giddy up in a step there when he was talking about Trump going to jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about you know Trump grabbing the wheel and stuff. One, I don't really believe that he's in the back of a limo. I don't. Yeah. Know. I don't uh, that's just <laughs> that sounds that sounds. Um, the one thing I have to say, the one thing I have to say is, and we've said this before, 
anything in this world of COVID now post COVID, anything is possible. But the other thing is, Donald Trump was not exactly your prototypical was your typical, I should say, uh, president. He was unorthodox in so many ways. So let's face it: if there was one guy that could do that, yeah, it would be Donald Trump. it would be him. It would be Donald Trump. So you can't. You have to have an open mind. Why would Meadows go up there and say, or oh, the assistant, uh, what's her name? But, right, well, I could play devil's advocate on that. So he wanted to be taken to the Capitol, correct? Yeah. And that's what they stated today. Is what Danny. They said. wanted to, yeah, instead of the yeah. White House. Yeah. Now, had they taken him to the Capitol, mm-hmm. would all of the, everything that happened happen? Uh, yes, it would have been worse. It would have been like Caesar from, uh, you know, you know, from uh, beneath the planet. I mean, it would it would have been not. awful. Maybe everybody would have, instead of facing the Capitol, everybody would have had all eyes on him. Uh, maybe. maybe but I, just, I, I just think that if you put the man on top of a, pre- a pedestal, which they probably would have in some respects, that that would just have incited. Because remember, he was there earlier when they started going to the White House. Let's just say that he, he, he joined the, uh, the front of the line. I mean, it, it, to some degree, they already motivated. He already motivated them to go that way, and then all the operatives like Ray Epps were waiting for them. We won't find that out until the aliens tell us one time years from now. Oh, that would happen. Uh, but now we just have to believe the story that a bunch of people said, "Let's go into the White House. We won't have any assistance. We won't have anyone in black caps and, and armor going in before us. Those aren't operatives. That doesn't exist. We're just pissed off. We want Mike Pence. We want him now." So if uh, Donald Trump yeah. were there at the front of that line. Uh, it, it just would have made it worse, in my opinion. So thank God he, I, they I held him back. Do you, do you think that the election was stolen? I think that the, the I think when a guy like Denise D'Souza does a documentary, and a guy the guy is so scrutinized, he did jail time. We can you know you can tell me this, that, and the other thing about fraud. I don't know why a guy like him, as smart as he is, would go out of his way to show how geofencing worked on the on on the, the days and weeks leading up to the election of November 2020, and and, and totally make that up. With that that is compelling uh, evidence. And then let's face yeah. it, my friend, you and I know as Americans. I know we live up here in the North Country, so we did see a lot more Trump signs. But and we watched too much Fox News for that matter. But the but not people just weren't giddy. For, for Joe Biden. They weren't showing up at his... It's just everything led up to... Right up to the day before the election, people still weren't showing up. And yet they showed up the next day to vote for him. I just don't get that. And that's always stuck in the back of my head. It always will be. Yeah, yeah it always has mine, too. And I remember, though, you know, we do... Yeah, people like you and I, we do watch too much Fox News, but I remember uh, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, all of them interviewing, like, Giuliani, uh, Kaylee Ma- McMania, right, right, right. and they had all these binders. Here, here's all the evidence. Mm-hmm. And he's in the middle of the Well, show us the evidence. And like, well, it's right here. Look at it. And they're like, oh, no, show it to us. Like, it's right here. Right. Open the book. Look, we can show you. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like just, just got lost. It, well, it never, it well, never well, went let, anywhere. They never really looked at anything. But let me ask you, and this is a compelling question, because as we wane, as we get further and further from Trump, 45 and look for Trump 47 and everything that's going on right now, blah, blah, blah. Do we want Donald Trump? Do you want Donald Trump to run again in 2024? I want somebody that does what he did. I don't, I think Trump, one, I think he's getting too old. Okay. Uh, I'd like, but I would like to see DeSantis, but I also question why would DeSantis want to run? He's almost, he's a shoe in for reelection. He's loved in Florida by liberals and Republicans. Hmm. Why would he want to? Go that route. He's got a cushy life, and he's guaranteed to be governor. Uh, liberals don't like uh, you know, they. They look at him as Trump two or two point oh. 
like uh, Leon Tupac. Yeah, but Let me be very I clear. Think, I think he's guaranteed to be reelected down there. Yeah, no doubt. But to be governor is a far cry from being president of the United States. And, uh, and right now, yeah, people are, are are saying that name. But I still think Nikki Haley is the better choice. That's just me. <clears throat> just me, because she seems like she's the only human. She's she's the only politician in, in in Washington or within the Beltway or have something to do with that uh, uh, that has balls. And I really mean that. And it's not the gnome girl up there in South uh, Dakota. She's pretty and all. I don't care. But it's not her. I think it's Nikki Haley. I really do. And if she got together with Pence and she was a VP uh, and Pence would run, I don't know. It just seems to make sense. I don't know. That's my thought. But listen, my I'd friend. Like see, I'd like to see somebody like a Candace Owen run. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And look, look, look at them challenge her. Samuel L. Jackson. They can't play the race card. They can't play the gender card. They can't play any of it then. Who's, who, <laughs> who, who's making fun of uh, Clarence Thomas? It was uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And then somebody else, I don't know if it was Whoopi Goldberg, or, and now they're, they're jumping on Clarence Thomas because uh, the allegations of what his wife was uh, doing on January 6, 2021. That's also been brought up in the January 6 hearings, too. So they don't like the fact that he's a conservative black man, uh, and the whole thing with what's-her-face and the Coke can back in the early 90s, uh, I'm forgetting her name right now. Uh, and then, of course, then years later, her, his wife is implicated in, 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 uh, in urging Trump to do something on January 6th. And the Yentas on The View had a field day with that. So, yeah, he's been, he's been definitely targeted in, in because of the Roe versus Wade more than the others. It's a shame what's going on, my friend. But thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you very All much. All right. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, good, uh, good calls today. As you know, noted, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been odd because at any given time, uh, any given show for weeks, maybe months, we've been talking politics, and today is the end result of that. So uh, I, I know that Susan Duffy called in on the hotline show today. I, uh, Scott Gray did. Um, I don't know if any of the, uh, and, and maybe, if I'm not mistaken, Pete Barnett called today. I, I don't know. Again, I was in and out. But, uh, you know, if anyone wants to call in with the remaining two and a half minutes, by all means. Uh, but uh, the polls close at nine and a lot of people are going to be out and about getting raw numbers to each other in real time. Uh, that's an organization feat in itself. Congratulations for being part of the ongoing political process if you're involved with that. And then a lot of people will be attending these uh, after hour part after parties uh, when the results are read. Win or lose, uh, the, you know, it's good to uh, speak to the candidates at, uh, at that time. Uh, because they all did outstanding work in their campaigns in the last six months or so. That's for sure. Hi, you're in the air. Hi, it's Liz, first-time caller. Actually, not first-time caller. Not first. first Liz from friend. Connecticut. Long yes, old-time time friend, long time, my goodness, over 33 years. What's happening? I just want to say, how is it possible? I don't know. I didn't hear your whole show. How did we think it's possible that Trump did a stretch Armstrong and got to the front it, seat? Like, what? Cars does the president drive in? Well, no, this is that the back of the. allowed him to get across the security glass yeah. to the driver. Obviously, a driver's not going to listen to presidential conversations. So, obviously, there is a divider right. between the back seat and the front but, seat. But, do How we, is it that he but got Liz, do we know that? Do we know he's got a divider? Uh, by the way, you got 40 seconds. Do we know he's got okay. a divider? So, how did this hut? I, like I said, I compared it to, uh, uh, actually, I said West Side Highway. I meant to say FDR. Uh, but, yeah, they live and let die. That's the first thing I think of is when Roger Moore has to save himself from driving into the East River. But, anyway, uh, that was a long time ago. I, really? Again, we don't know if there was a divider at all, though, Liz. That's the difference. There we don't know. There has to be, Glenn. I don't know. There's just, there has to be. There, there's no way that presidential conversations are, pro, are 
sue for private matters. There's no way that a driver or Secret Service would have access. You know to darn that. well they're gonna. Uh, Steve Colbert is gonna have a field day. But Liz, I've got to go. But thank you, thank you very, very okay. much. All right, take care. Bye bye. That's uh, Liz from Connecticut, and this was the uh, the Live at Five show vote. And when you can, and have fun tonight. AM twelve forty WATN makes this legal. Of course, up next CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow for Wednesday. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Bombshell testimony from a former White House aide in a special January 6th hearing today in Washington. CBS's Steve Futterman reports. Cassidy Hutchinson described the dramatic scene inside the presidential SUV. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. When the Secret Service refused to take former President Trump to the Capitol to be with his supporters, Mr. Trump, she said, was enraged. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. And when Mr. Trump was told his supporters were armed, she said he brushed it off, saying they are not out to get me. Her reaction when he went after Mike Pence. As an American, I was disgusted. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Glenn Maxwell plans to appeal her 20-year prison sentence. Here's